Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I am the film critic for the website Quipster.net. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoy the review that you're about to hear. If you're listening to my voice and you're wondering what's going on with it, Obviously, you've heard this show before. You know, this is not how my voice normally sounds. I'm actually just getting over a cold I've been struggling with for the past few days, and it's really taken its impact on my throat. So I do apologize for the way it sounds. Some people might actually think it sounds better than my normal voice. I don't know, but hopefully you're able to endure it and enjoy the podcast that I'm about to deliver. I do want to mention also before I get to my review that those of you who are wondering why I've been a little bit more sporadic in terms of my output, uh, there are several things. One I've mentioned before, which is I was, I did get married and I am in the process of completing moving from one city to another. But also I have joined another podcast as part of their team. It's called the In Session Film Podcast. And I do encourage you to go there if you want to get all of my reviews because some of the reviews that I will be doing on that show are exclusive to that show. You can always go to my website in order to find out all of my reviews because all of my written work will be there. However, if you want to hear my thoughts on films in podcast form, not only will you hear them here, but some of the movies that I do see specifically more independent and foreign and other smaller out-of-the-way films, I will be reviewing on In Session Film. And so I encourage you to go there, InSessionFilm.com, and find out all of the details there. We just recently reviewed Park Chan-wook's The Handmaiden. So I do encourage you, if you want to find out what I thought of The Handmaiden, and you don't want to go to my website and read it in written form, you can go to InSessionFilm.com. And I not only review The Handmaiden, but also we discuss the Mel Gibson film, Hacksaw Ridge. So you catch that, InSessionFilm.com is where to go. For today's film, I'm going to be looking at Arrival, the science fiction mystery drama. It's directed by Denis Villeneuve, and it is featuring Amy Adams as the starring role. Jeremy Renner, Forrest Whitaker, and Michael Stuhlbarg are supporting players. It's PG-13 rated because of brief, strong language, and it runs an hour and 56 minutes. Eric Heisserer writes a screenplay. It's based on the story called Story of Your Life by Ted Chiang. On its surface, Arrival is relating a story that we've seen many times before. Alien spacecraft approach Earth. We have no idea what they want. It leads to a lot of anxiousness and tension for those of us below on how to best handle these visitors. Are they friend or are they foe? The plot itself is about 12 alien spacecraft who've descended to various spots across Earth. We see Amy Adams, an American doctor named Louise Banks. She's a linguistics professor who's visited by representatives from the U.S. military to try to decipher the alien language heard on a recording of their voices. Unable to process the language without being there in person, Dr. Banks soon becomes part of a team of scientists who enter one of the spacecraft above Montana in order to speak to these heptopods, which are the squid-like aliens who get their name because of their seven perceptible limbs. And Dr. Banks hopes that she can glean enough from their conversation of ink symbols, both humans and the heptopods, to figure out just why they've come to our planet before the military in all of these other countries that the aliens have descended upon get jittery and determine the best course of action is to obliterate them before they do it to us. Now, of course, there's more to the story than that. We learn early on during several scenes in which we see the heartbreaking story of how Louise raised, taught, and subsequently lost her daughter to a rare disease. The hows and whys of these scenes aren't readily apparent as we get into the alien story. And yet, 
those scenes do linger in our subconscious as we try to figure out the direct tie-in to the overall themes of the story in terms of finding ways to communicate through language. Now, while viewers, us as viewers, we're held clueless on the connection of these stories throughout most of the film, the foreknowledge does give us an additional layer of thematic material to ponder. It'll have us guessing and second-guessing just what we're witnessing as they play out until Villeneuve and Heisserer finally bring all of that to the forefront for this very resonant and satisfying union. Now, French-Canadian auteur Denis Villeneuve, he does continue here his string of thought-provoking films. He's working from that script from Heisserer, who is a horror script maestro. He's actually scripted many uh, horror films, not really of major significance, including just recently Lights Out. Heiser is adapting that short story, as I mentioned earlier, Story of Your Life by Ted Chang, that was written back in 1998, and provides the basic backbone for the story, even though Villeneuve and Heiser deliver so much more with the story here. Although this is the first science fiction film in Villeneuve's filmography, it's shortly going to be followed by another science fiction film in the long-awaited sequel to Blade Runner, he does continue his tradition of challenging his audience to try to answer for themselves many of the questions that he wants us to ponder and places most of the burden of explanation on us as the viewers, much in the way that the aliens within the film itself are willing to offer us to answer our own questions as to what we're going to do instead of actually providing us deus ex machina solutions. Now, one of those questions is whether human beings who've squabbled with each other through time memorial, whether the smallest of tribes to the largest of nations, we continue to disagree one another, and so do we when the aliens visit, even when we're presented with concrete evidence that there is perhaps a whole universe out there that exists, but and we are essentially but a small tribe of one, perhaps cynically, we continue to have differences of opinion with one another because we don't have a unified leader or government or common language to help us all feel as though we are indeed one race, the human race. So we continue to be separate entities trying to come up with solutions and not really finding consensus. Although the plot structure of Arrival is surprisingly simple in design, the story elements and the themes are so multi-layered, it does put the viewer in the position of having to piece it all together in your mind, not only in some part while it plays, but likely for many hours or days afterward. This is not as cerebral as, say, Villeneuve's Enemy, which does not really make sense at all if you're going to try to view it in terms of surface-level literalism. But we come to find that there is a certain deliberateness to this nonlinear approach that we likely are not expecting as we watch, which definitely has us question much of what we saw as straightforward narrative along the way. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't mention some of the impressive technical achievements of this film, including some very impressive and indelible visual effects that go a long way towards setting up the film's dubiousness in terms of this intent of the aliens. In particular, a major standout is the fantastic cinematography from Bradley Young. He stunningly evokes a sensation of otherworldliness through his use of light and shadows and silhouettes and fog. Also going hand-in-hand with those fantastic sights are the brilliantly subdued and eerie sounds from composer Johan Johansson for bringing a sense of surreal awe to the alien encounters and these otherworldly dimensions within the story. But also, he captures a lot of really good moments during some of the more emotional components within the story arc of its protagonist, Louise, and her journey through working out the importance of memory and time in determining who we all are. While the effects of this alien 
invasion, if you want to call it that, are global, we get a very personal story to relate to at the core of a rival that ends up resonating resoundingly. Now, while there will likely be some viewers who come out of the experience feeling dejected because Arrival doesn't deliver on the action moments that many big-budget alien encounter films we've come to expect over the years, or because it does require some pretty deep thought and some introspection in order to understand that something viewers don't really want to expend a lot of time and energy to delve into, some viewers anyway... Those who appreciate and who enjoy cerebral science fiction, I think that Villeneuve has certainly delivered one of the better films of its ilk in recent years. I I would say it ranks right up there with the likes of such films as Inception and Ex Machina in terms of reaping greater rewards, particularly on repeat viewings. This is a rare intellectual film that also compels through its emotional component as well. It's worth every second of the challenge of trying to piece together through a repeat viewing or further discussions with like-minded peers and how it so elegantly captures what it is to be human on this diverse and seemingly fragile planet that's full of so many different people, continuously challenged by our own hopes, our own dreams, our own fears of one another because we can't always find a way to effectively communicate. I'm giving Arrival three and a half stars on my first time watch. This is a film, I think, on repeat viewings. It could go up. Right now, I'm giving it three and a half stars out of four, which means I do think that this is a good film. It's worth going out of your way to see if this review makes it sound at all appealing to you. I got to get out of here now because I am losing my voice quickly. So I do hope that you understand. If you want to catch more of my work, you can go to my website, quipster.net. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net is where to go to find all of my written work. 3,900 plus film reviews to choose from. Quipster.net. Thank you, everyone. 